Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. This week I'm joined by Mash. That's one for all the barbers out there. All of them. All five or six. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking about Curious Lager Brew. Mm-hmm. That is one that we're going to, a mystery we're going to have to unravel. Wonder if that killed the cat. <laughs> so that's all. Well, without further ado, I'll pass you on to uh, Matthew for uh, a hot topic. Joe, thank you. Um, Dartmoor Brew, Dartmoor Brewery. Familiar with them at all? I'm not actually. I know of Dartmoor. It's got the, it's got a big prison, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, um, and I'm pretty sure. Isn't that where the Hound of the Baskervilles was set? You know, the, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Dartmoor's, you know, kind of big Moorish. Is it near <laughs> Devon? Well, yeah, I say Devon, Devon area. Yeah, so southwest England, um, Dar- Devon and Dartmoor side by side, pretty much. Um, okay, they have brewery, Dartmoor Brewery. Um, okay. They do a couple of lovely beers. One mm. by the name of Jail Ale. Ah, um, I see what they did there. Yeah, I was going to say you touched onto that. Almost a callback <laughs> to your mention of the jail. Um, basically, just a nice little report of good work in the community um, that they're doing. Dartmoor, as I said, working with the community and, and doing a bit of good. With a lot of these things we seem to have talked about in a few of our hot topics recently, um, charitable initiatives, um, festivals other work in the community, one-off special beers and that sort of thing, they all seem to have, um, unfortunately, been sort of put on the back burner a bit in the last couple of years, as has been the case with um, the charity initiative at, at Dartmoor. They have brought back their initiative of 100 free casks of beer for 100 nice. good causes. Wow. So. They basically, it's an auction is maybe not the, the best way to describe it, um, but basically they are taking all applications from the idea is that they'll end up with 100, so more than 100 good causes, community causes, you know, and, and charitable uh, local organizations. Um, they all get to basically make the case for, um, uh, you know, uh, the, in, in terms of the good work that they do, um, mm. and then they all. Uh, Dartmoor will judge who's going to get one. And um, basically, they give away a hundred free casks of JL Ale, which is um, quite a popular tipple uh, with me and, and down in that, in that neck of the woods. Uh, and then basically, the charity or the organisation can do whatever they want with it in terms of um, if they auction it off to, to raise funds for right. the okay. um, to, for the charity. Um, I think presumably they can do things such such as you know um, just serve it out to get people together yeah. for you know whatever event they're hosting and. And, and that sort of yeah. thing. So, just a nice kind of relatively, I suppose, small scale, but you know, fairly big scale because 100 casks is is a no small amount of beer, um, yeah. just to engage with the local community and um, also, you know, it's um, get people uh, tasting a lovely local beer, basically. I wonder if there's some level of uh, vetting criteria that uh, Dartmoor Brewing go through. You know, <laughs> let's face it: if the the Boy Scouts uh, join up and say, "Right, we want we want one of your free casts," would they say, yeah. "Now, who's going to be consuming this uh, this beverage?" <laughs> and the same the same Boy Scout leader comes along uh, ten minutes later, but now in a huge false moustache, <laughs> and say, "Oh, now I'm actually from a different organisation. Can I have another?" No, there's actually two Boy Scouts on. On top of each other with a big trench coat. <laughs> 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 
putting on the deepest voice as possible and occasionally breaking. Hi! Oh. Uh, um, I like your jail, beer. <laughs> Please, man. <laughs> I like that idea. Um, except it sounds like you and me wouldn't be able to get away with it if we. No, tried. I don't think so. I think we'd just start cracking up and give the game away. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so it sounds like a nice, nice cause. You know, they're obviously they're they're doing what they can in their world mm-hmm. to raise money for good causes, and obviously they are a brewer of beer, uh, giving that out. I mean, a case. How, I mean, a case is a lot of pints in a, yeah. in a in a case, a cast. Sorry, I should say. It's interesting though that you, that you say that because we mentioned that I don't think it'll be, be boy scouts necessarily, but um, there's a little piece on this in 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 beer today at the moment, um, and they mm-hmm. mentioned. You know, all applications will be considered, mm-hmm. but they're going to prioritise um, Dartmoor and Devon-based communities. Uh, okay, the local space. Yeah, and and those that promote community well-being, public safety, outdoor yeah. lifestyle, and, and responsible drinking. So uh, go and have a look over there. There's also yeah. coming um, Ian Cobham, the managing director. There's uh, a quote from him here. We are tremendously proud to be brewing great beers right here on Dor- Dartmoor. And this initiative gives us the chance to put a bit more back into the community and to support local charities, which do such an amazing job, particularly given the last uh, the challenge of the last two years. So um, recognising there, it's been tough on us all uh, and just doing a little bit to, to, to give back. So um, I quite like the idea. We're almost, um, it's almost like we could possibly come up with a charter of beer lovers, you know, ethics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. uh, the spirit of beer lovers of, of uh, yeah, giving a little bit back, which is quite nice. Now, going back to the volume of this, how how many pints do you think is in a cask? I think I used to know this. I now, think why this... don't you go ask yourself back then when he did <laughs> know? <laughs> Just get on my um my time phone. <laughs> I think it's in the region of like 70, 80. I think it's about 80, isn't it? It's 72. Oh, is there? Yeah, so you were really good. You, I did, you were in that region. I, yeah. I did. I think I, obviously I didn't know it now, but I, yeah, I did somehow know that. 72. So um, I'll give you, I'll give you a, um, I'll give you half a point for that one. Now I'll give you the full point and extra bonus points oh. if you can tell me what the name of a 72 pint cask is called. Oh, no, I'm never going to get that. I think. Basically, when you tell me the answer, I'll do that thing where I go, oh, yeah, of course it is. Uh, I knew that. Um, I haven't got a clue. A 72 uh, pinter is called a firkin. I have, <laughs> true to my word, I have heard of that because I'm sure back when I heard it the first time, I mentioned a merkin. <laughs> no, that's something else completely. Yeah. <laughs> And they are completely unrelated, despite the fact that they rhyme. Um, <laughs> there's also there's definitely a bit of a joke to be made in there about Firkin, and it's not far off another word, is it? <laughs> um, so leave that up to the listeners' desires. If that you one. get one of these free, well, if you get one of these free casks, I suppose you could describe it as Firkin Good News. <laughs> <laughs> That's for no. I forgot. We're not doing the X-rated version of the podcast. No, I like that one. That's brilliant. <laughs> right, let's uh, let's glide on over to uh, Curious Lager Brew. Let's talk about our guest of honor. Yeah. So I was. Yeah, I mean, I'd never. I hadn't come across Curious Brewery before, mm. um, and I. So I was intrigued, obviously, to go and look a bit further, look a bit more, um, and. What struck me, I think, was was when I first looked at the bottles. Because on the label, it's all black, and uh, you know they've got these like kind of gold writing for um you know for lager brew. Yeah, they've got a big question mark in the middle as well. Mm. Curious written down one side, 
all stacked on its type. It's all look very modern looking, doesn't it? Looks very yeah. new. Doesn't look like it's been around for a long time. Indeed, uh, you can't help but feel they are tempting you into ask questions about it. Are they? Aren't they? <laughs> yeah. um, they are relatively can... new, though. I think is it two thousand and eleven that they 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 were were set up. Actually, what what struck me, and we can back up to this. So, what so what I know about Curious Brew, certainly looking a little bit more on this. Nowhere on the label, on the packaging, or on the on the secondary box where the bottles were kept, because I bought this in like a twelve pack. Um, there was this symbol that was on the top of the bottle on the lid. Oh yeah, and it, that struck a chord with me because I was like, I think I recognise what that symbol is. Oh, okay. and it, it almost looks. I don't know if I've got it the right way up or the wrong way up now, but it's either a stained glass window or like a shield. It's a stained glass window, and it's the symbol of Chapel Down Winery in Ashford, Kent. Ah, okay. Which you may or may not have heard of. I have heard of. Yeah. And that makes a bit of sense because the main thing, the one thing I know about Curious Brew, or particularly the, the Curious Lager, yeah. is a wine-related aspect. What's that? Is that it contains, maybe check me on this, champagne yeast. Ah, wee wee. Wee wee, très bien. Um, it's only if it comes from the champagne yeast region of... <laughs> Of Eastville, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's the I think it's the most expensive yeast, um, or like well, sought after yeast that yeah. you can get your hands on. It's like it's considered the best, the most premium strain of yeast you can get is this champagne yeast. Yeah, and I'd say that there is a bit of uh, looking, talking labels, and um, I don't know the style of it. It looks like it's pitching itself as a high end beer. This, yeah. Dark bottles, yep. black label, mm-hmm. you know, subtle gold lettering typeface, mm-hmm. um, and that's before we can get onto uh, taste profile. Well, that's it, and and I was, uh, and, and it's quite in keeping with the the chapel down. You know, mm-hmm. they do champagnes, uh, they do um, a whole coast coast of things, including wines. I'm actually really a big fan of their um, they've got their red wine, which is delicious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all their la- bottle labels are you know all black, and they've got like this one simple line, red line across it, and it's all very kind of minimalistic, I suppose, looking quite premium with this thing. However, um, as you said uh, before, I think um, you know they they did. Uh, Chapel Down created this curious brewery in 2019. Mm. What also happened at the end of 2019 slash early 2020? Oh, yeah. Bad timing. (laughs) (laughs) There was that big thing where everyone got... Yeah, well, the coronavirus pandemic, right? Or you're doing end of... Oh, it's it's time, 2019. It is, exactly. Yeah, you're spot on. And uh, and so, yeah, so probably not the best time to launch a uh, a multi-million pound brewery and visitor centre in this, you know, in Ashford, um, because basically no one could go to it because everything got locked down and, you know, so... There was actually some really curious news here in that Chapel Down decided to sell Curious Brewery um, and shut it down, like basically within two years of it coming. So it took 18 months to construct this uh, Curious Brewery state-of-the-art facility and visitor centre, cost £1.7 million. um, and. (laughs) <laughs> and it had a yeah exactly so um, looking at some of the photos of the inside really plush like definitely worth a visit very modern yeah um but yeah they they sold it um they said that apparently that the um that they're you know they're, they're selling it off and can you maybe take a guess you won't be able to name who it actually is but you know what kind of person picked this brewery up now I mean, who was the new proprietors slash owners of curious brewery um 
Oh, blimey, that could be anyone. Um, well, let's just maybe, okay, I'll, I'll be a bit, um, give you a bit of a hand with it. From the world, so is it from the world of beer? No. It's from the world of showbiz. <laughs> no, it's not a celebrity, but I like where your head went. How about one. chef? No, that's again. I would class that as maybe showbiz yeah, if they're yeah, rich yeah. enough to be able to buy a brewery. Um, what sort of politician? No, <laughs> this is going to be the worst game of twenty questions ever. <laughs> um, uh, uh, maybe someone royal. No, again, you're still going all, all, all of those are themes on on celebrity. I would say. Oh, okay. Famous. We're not talking famous. We're what talking do, like some kind who of else? Ha- who would have the money? Someone to investing. Buy. Someone like. Um, Richard Branston Pickle. Yes, like Richard Branston Pickle. Uh, no, it's um, <laughs> it's a company called uh, Risk uh, Capital. Oh, okay. And they're <laughs> a venture capitalist firm. Um, you know, so not your. Uh, they did board games, I think. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was cheap shot. Cheap shot. Sorry, that's bad. So um, uh, yeah. So anyway, so they went. You know, uh, Ash uh, Chapeldown were, were looking to spec to buy, to sell. They I, picked it up. I'm sorry to go, but I really like Risk as a name. <laughs> risk Capital. Yeah. Because also, don't they advise for anyone in, like investing in stocks, your capital may be at risk. <laughs> That's it, that exactly. That sounds like they're really clever. <laughs> your money may be with Risk Capital. Yeah. That's genius. I like that. It's almost like they've, they've got, given you the terms and conditions just by yeah, saying hello. Much, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say the name and go, do you agree? Good. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, so they've had, they've had this brewery now, and and I've just noticed it kind of propping up. Curious brewery, um, you know, we we picked this up at Majestic Wines, you know, wholesalers, but yeah, it seems to be like they've uh, they're 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 now in control of Curious Brewery. Somewhere I've got their glasses because I think this must be the 2019 state of the art facility. Must have been. They must have been doing quite well because I'm sure we used to serve them in in the hop house in Bristol. And nice. That's why I've okay. got a couple of these really nice flutes. I'm oh, sorry, they're not flutes. They're like tulip glasses, but like the two thirds, not two thirds pints. Yeah, maybe two thirds pints. Um, and I've got one, and I've just I criminally am not drinking curious out of the curious <laughs> glass. Not <laughs> genius. Um, but should we this um, this delightful light coloured goldeny. And golden like lager golden, isn't it? Because um, that's what this is. You've got the lager as well, haven't you? I have. I have their uh, lager brew, as they refer to it as. Mm. Um, fruitier, I would say, than your average lager. Um, mm. I think they, I think they pitch themselves as as, as such. But um, yeah, a bit more going on, I'd say. Now they're saying that it's going to be crisp and fruity. Now you get yeah, and you've got the fruity. Yeah. Have you got that crispness? It is crisp. It doesn't it not it doesn't taste like crisps. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd not say like crisp. fruity crisps. <laughs> I would say it is crisp. It's because it's that, and it's actually I was going to say it's it's um I, it was just going to come out of my mouth without even thinking about it. But it's just that's like a fizzy lager. But actually, it's not that fizzy. I've had way fizzier lagers than this. Yeah, it's very palatable. And, um, you know, as I said, one of their kind of like USP's unique selling points is this use of champagne yeast, as we talked about before. And actually where they use the champagne yeast is in the second fill. Um, right. So when they, they re-ferment with champagne yeast and a dosage, in parentheses, <laughs> of uh, of uh, rare Nelson Sauvan hops as well. Nelson Sauvan, okay. Because I did think I, it's also, is it Cascade and Galaxy, I think? I keep trying to 
improve myself and my my palate and and <laughs> maybe I need to get myself on the Cicerone course but I keep telling myself that I can taste particular hops, hops these days yeah. and I think I can take taste cascade hops here you can but, you can also taste galaxy hops you're absolutely spot on there oh, you go. okay yeah <laughs> I'm quite pleased about <laughs> quite pleased about that <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna get some drastically wrong uh, and any any day now, but um, I I don't know. I, I'm curious to know then also, for, <laughs> particularly for lagers, if Cascade is quite a common one. But I think it, did we maybe say in a recent episode Cascade is a relatively new hop, a new strain, or relatively something? new strain. Yeah, yeah. it's like there's a, there's like it's off from the Simcoe um, hops. I think it's like a, a strain of that. Yeah, I think we talked I think, about if it I remember in, correctly. Um, we talked about it recently. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 really nice because it is the sort of. For me, I always think of a lager as almost, if you're not having a type of ale mm. um, or, or a, um, a, a pale ale or anything like that, I, I sort of always think of most lagers as being quite sessionable, or I yeah. rather yeah. have treated them as thus. But oh, there's me saying it's, <laughs> it's not fizzy and I'm getting a bit, bit gassy with it. But um, I don't know, this one feels like I would have it in smaller quantities mm. because I, I I ought to savor it a little bit more. I, that could be the the champagne yeast thing sitting in the back of my mind rather than the, mm-hmm. the taste necessarily. But um, this is almost yeah sitting sitting to one side quietly and having a <laughs> curious. I'd say I'm I'm really intrigued by this because I've I've had a couple I, I sampled a couple before we did this recording mm. um, as in like throughout the week and yeah really enjoyed the first couple of sips of it. Um, so, and I was intrigued to find out a bit more about Matt Anderson, who's the head brewer at Curious, mm. um, and what his, his background is. So, you know, he's, he's worked before in, um, uh, in the brewing industry, as you can imagine. He works at Chapel Down and, and, um, and, and Curious Brewery, you know, for the, in the tenure since they started up in, since like 2018. But he actually came from AB and Bev. Oh, and was okay. a brewing manager there for a long time. So, so yeah, so he's worked around. So he's obviously understood and knows the brewing industry very well. Worked from, you know, worked from one of the best in the brewing business, quite literally, mm-hmm. uh, in AB and Bev and is now using his, um, his expertise into, uh, into the, um, you know, the, the Chapel Down, um, well, sorry, I shouldn't say Chapel Down anymore, but the, the Curious Brewery, mm-hmm. um, efforts but i mean looking at the photos i'm on instagram on their instagram right now of curious brewery this building looks very it's, impressive it is like yeah it is cutting edge isn't it mm. it's tomorrow, well, it's very, tomorrow's it's very brewery today <laughs> <laughs> that's it so I'm, I'm i'm definitely i mean given i'm down the road more or less from tenterden which is where this brewery is i'm going to go down and see it um this will be you know a really interesting, interesting experience. Well, you'll be able to try also because I understand they they are now doing a session IPA for four and a half, but four point four percent. Right. Okay. And there's a porter, five point two. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I feel like this is a forbidden word on on this podcast, but there is something called Curious Apple, which uh, I believe is a cider. That so makes sense. <laughs> we kind of cross our fingers and go, ah, not cider. <laughs> we spoke about cider a little bit with Quantock uh, recently, I think, because that's obviously bothering that, that neck of the woods. But um, we'll see. Uh, yeah, they do it. That way. That's, that's got to be, hasn't it? I think here is Apple. Is, 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 that, is that Apple also with uh, champagne yeast, you reckon? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that is, that's a good question, actually. And I, I was just going to say yes, but I would have to check now because I assume that that's the, you know, treating it as their signature, that's their stamp, right? We use, we use the champagne, uh, champagne yeast. Well, it's funny you should say that actually, because I did just go and click onto the, the, le- like, learn a little bit more about this apple, um, 
like silo that they have mm. and uh, they use Kentish Rubens and Bramley apples uh, which as you make sense local produce apples yeah, yeah. but they actually use uh, Bacchus wine yeast so they are using oh, a different okay. kind of like quite premium styled like and like wine grape related yeast so yeah. similar to like the champagne yeast that we're getting in this uh, lager beer but you're getting that in this apple one it's yeah. quite interesting alcoholic lager beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and so I'm just I'm intrigued. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. This is the they've only got four beers right now, as much as I can see. I think, as you say, they've got an IPA, an apple, uh, porter, this uh, lager brew that we're seeing, and I've seen that they've on their Instagram they've recently launched a pilsner as well. So it seems like they are growing, slowly starting to grow their uh, their staple beers. Um, but yeah, with an impressive building, uh, a new brewery that's had a lot of spend behind it to get where it is, uh, a new team by the looks of things built around it with uh, industry professionals, you know, from experiences like AB and Bev. Um, yeah, I can see good things coming from uh, from Chapel Down, and to have you know a stockist like majestic wines all over the UK, like you can probably find cha- uh, this uh, curious brewery or curious brew like up and down the country. So definitely worth having a, a pop in and have a yeah, you know yeah. have a see. It's a good distribution. Uh, I mean, because you don't see them everywhere. I think Majestic's a fairly good. Uh, I suppose it makes sense as well because Majestic you do think of for, for wine first. So actually, that they do a a beer cultivated out of out of uh, wine I want to say byproducts but I suppose that is right rather than um, well actually the, the, not, not a byproduct Know, something incidental <laughs> anyway but um, no you're absolutely spot on and I think if you didn't want to if you needed more reasoning to go and pick this up um, outside of what we've just been talking about they've also won um, the gold medal at the World Beer Awards for this specific beer so you know it's got some quality <laughs> behind it <laughs> gold medal there you go yeah. does, does the talking for you doesn't it um, Instagram and Twitter uh, they've got about 9k on each uh, which makes sense for a company of their age, uh, who are probably obviously putting some some spend behind their marketing and uh, getting getting things going. But yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more on their Instagram Instagram game. Yeah. I would say can they locals could do. and beer enthusiasts, I guess, make make up most of those nine thousand. Yes, must be. Um, but yeah, if they're up and down and uh, maybe from the back of this podcast, they'll be open up to a lot more people. They'll be <laughs> yeah, open to trying. <laughs> Going to grow their following. I just uh, by power of. Several. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>